This is Dan Fleisch, and this is the second podcast for Section 2.2 of A Student's Guide to Maxwell's Equations. This podcast is about del dot B, the divergence of the magnetic field, and the relevant section of the text is on page 54. As described in the previous section, this expression, del dot B, simply describes the divergence of the magnetic field, and the divergence of a field is the tendency of that field to flow more strongly away from a point than toward the point. Remember, the usual caveat applies. We're using the word flow here as an analogy to fluid flow. The magnetic field is not really flowing at all. But in that analogy, we know that points that serve as sources of the field, faucets in the case of fluid flow, the divergence is positive. Likewise, for points that serve as sinks or drains of the field, the divergence is negative. Magnetic field lines, of course, loop back on themselves. They don't have sources or sinks, so you would expect the divergence of the magnetic field to be zero, and it is. The purpose of this section is to give you an example of that and show you how the mathematics work out. To do that, we consider the magnetic field around a long, straight current carrying wire, for which we can find an expression for the magnetic field in Table 2.1 on page 47. That expression says that the vector magnetic field B around a long, straight current carrying wire is given by mu zero i over 2 pi r times phi hat, where phi hat is a unit vector that circles around the wire if you're having trouble picturing that direction, you should take a look at the review of cylindrical and spherical coordinates on the book's website. You'll also be able to find an expression for the divergence in cylindrical coordinates there, or if you just want to look back on page 35, equation 121 gives the divergence in cylindrical coordinates. And you can see that expression applied to B in equation 2.7. Notice there's a derivative with respect to r, one with respect to phi, and one with respect to z. But in our case, b only has a phi component. That is, there is no b sub r or b sub z, because the magnetic field is entirely azimuthal in this case, which means it simply circles around the wire. So since b only has a phi component, del dot b becomes the simple expression you see in 2.8, 1 over r d d phi of mu zero i over 2 pi r. When you take the derivative of mu zero i over 2 pi r with respect to phi, there is no phi dependence, and therefore that's equal to zero. There's a bit of an explanation of this in the paragraph following equation 2.8. It says there that since the magnetic field makes circular loops around the wire, b has no radial or z dependence. That's a typo. It should say has no radial or z component. That is, the magnetic field does not point in the radial direction or in the z direction along the wire. It points entirely in the phi direction circling around the wire. So it does have a phi component, but that phi component does not have a phi dependence. That means at any angle around the wire, the magnetic field must be the same. After all, one side of the wire is as good as the other, so the magnetic field shouldn't be different on the left side, say, than the right side, or the north side compared to the south side. So therefore, the magnetic field does have a phi component, but that phi component has no phi dependence. It's the same all the way around the wire. And since the magnetic field has the same amplitude at any given distance from the wire, that is, the magnitude of the field is the same at all points around a circular path centered on the wire, the flux of that vector field into any point must be exactly the same as the flux out of that same point, and therefore the divergence of the magnetic field must be zero. The last sentence simply points out that we have a name for vector fields with zero divergence. They're called solenoidal fields. And as it says there, all magnetic fields are solenoidal.